Welcome back to the only radio show produced by a cowboy for anyone on the freaking planet. This is Podcast Cowboy, available at podcastcowboy.com, also through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. My name is Brock Warner, and I'm a member of the Northwest Professional Rodeo Association. My horse, Simcoe Summit, and I are in the pursuit of happiness and championships. We interview passionate minds and some of the world's best competitors seeking to find an edge. Thanks for tuning in, joining the journey, and making a difference in our world. Cowboy fans, and thank you for tuning in to another brand new episode of Podcast Cowboy. Today we have a special show in store for you today. We have a world champion bull rider, the 2011 world champion bull rider, Shane Proctor. Uh, We experienced a little bit of uh, call communication as we did the interview over Skype, and so some of the you will hear during the interview a couple seconds of static and then also the call drops one time but he we get the call we call back and so I just wanted to prepare you for any sort of technical difficulties as the show was recorded but oh all in all great show especially for young people in rodeo I really believe that there's going to be some good information for people out there who are trying to pursue professional rodeo or professional sport at some level or another. So, also, during the interview, I didn't want to waste Shane's time with any sort of ads. So, <clears throat> I don't want to waste your time either. So, let's just get, bit, get into it. This show is brought to you by Amazon. Please go to podcastcowboy.com, folks. Podcastcowboy.com is where you'll find the Amazon banner link. And for no extra cost for you, you're going to do your shopping anyway. So why don't you help support this radio show, Podcast Cowboy, by going to podcastcowboy.com, hitting the Amazon banner link, and shopping for all your needs. I know I go on there at least once a year, and buy a brand new pair of Under Armour shoes. That's my favorite shoe. I know exactly the size, what kind, and then so I just have, you know, the style that I I choose. They always have a great selection of different styles, and so I have it ordered, shipped right to me, and my foot size never changes, so I'm always set. And so, you too should shop through PodcastCowboy.com, through the Amazon banner link. Find all your needs. We've talked about it before. You can go on there, uh, get an MP3 converter for cassettes for your folks at home. You know, this is a changing time where everyone is having a smartphone. So let's not... uh, have to go out and buy all the music we've bought once or twice already in our lives. Let's convert our music and uh, enjoy all the good good times. 
So without further ado, folks, please let me present to you what I've been pursuing is the pursuit of happiness and championships, as you know. And today we have a world champion on the show. So thank you for tuning in and please enjoy Podcast Cowboy episode number 44 with world 2011 world champion bull rider Shane Proctor. Welcome back. Podcast Cowboy fans, it's a, I got a real treat in store for you today. We've been, it's been the pursuit of happiness and championships, and so I've really been pursuing getting horse people on there, coaches, people who are passionate about what they do, and uh, who've really dedicated their lives to some sort of passion or another we've had band members we've had race car drivers coaches you name it but today we go straight cowboy for you and we have who is arguably one of the world's toughest cowboys shane proctor world champion 2011 world champion of the nfr shane thanks for uh spending some time with me today and uh talking about what you've done to make yourself one of the best competitors in the world oh, no problem uh, appreciate being on here it should be fun uh, it's been a long journey and uh, yeah i'm excited to share my story mm. so where where does your journey begin becoming a cowboy uh i mean it, it, a lot of it started with genetics and the way i was raised uh, my dad he was a calf roper my grandpa he rode bareback horses uh, it just my mom, my mom's family. They were they were definitely cowboys, and my dad's family. My great my grandma, she was as tough as they come. I mean, she was sorting cows when she was eighty years old, and uh, so it, it's definitely born and bred into me. And it's something that uh, I, I enjoyed growing up, um, traveling with my dad while he was rodeoing, and my sisters. And uh, so it's just it's it's definitely been a lifelong journey to get where I am today. But mm-hmm. uh, it's been a fun one. Yeah. So what did you start out with? Uh, did you ride some sheep, horses? Yeah, I grew up and I rode uh, sheep and uh, went and, and progressed up and, and did all sorts of events. I, I raced on my pony and yeah. and, and, and rope calves and breakaway roped. And then I started going up and uh, getting on calves and then moving up to steers. And uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that I, I roped long before I ever rode any rough stock. Yeah. Uh, I grew, my dad used to put on roping schools. That, oh, he'd put on two over the over spring break during school every year. And so we always had lots of people at the house roping. And, and uh, so that that is where a lot of my foundation come from was just going and spending a lot of time with them. Yeah. You grew up in Washington, right? Yeah, 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 I was born and raised in Grand Coulee on the Colville Reservation. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you participate in Junior Rodeo? Yeah, I competed in the Eastern Washington Junior Rodeo Association and also the Cayuse Rodeo Association. Um, it, it was definitely a lot of fun. I mean, we, we spent a lot of time going to Junior Rodeo as mm-hmm. a kid. Um, not only was I competing in that, and then uh, I also, when I was 12, I got my uh, permit for the Pro West Rodeo Association. Oh, wow. And, Association. You started early then. I, I was breakaway roping, and then uh, when I turned 16 is when I actually turned to bull riding. Wow. So uh, 
I was a part of the Cayuse Junior Rodeo Association growing up. I'm 29 now, but I don't I don't remember competing against you, but but yeah. I, I was going to a lot. And we could, so. Yeah. Right on. Uh so 16 you started rough stock what got you interested in rough stock i always grew up um getting on sheep and calves and steers and then uh, my sophomore year I, I started getting on uh, a little bit of junior bulls and uh, then i started high school rodeo in my sophomore year and I, dad said well what events are you going to enter i said well i'll enter the calf roping and the team roping and he said well what about the bull riding and it was just kind of an afterthought and i was like yeah well i might as well enter that too since i'm going to be there and it just kind of progressed and th- those were my first real big bulls getting on and um i had a lot of luck ended up making uh, the national high school finals rodeo uh my sophomore year mm. and it just, it just kind of it it clicked for me it was real uh it was something that uh was easy for me to understand i mean it was just me against him um i had a big uh large wrestling background uh, i started wrestling when i was a little kid and uh so it, it was definitely something that uh was built for me and mm-hmm. so for some reason bull riding just kind of came naturally yeah but uh yeah, definitely with a lot of hard work and a lot of bumps and bruises to, to get to where i am mm-hmm so, you're the world champion three years ago? Yeah, in 2011. And then, how's this year going? I mean, I, I've read that you've gotten a little bit banged up this year. Yeah, uh, you know, like, like you said, I'm, well, I'm 29 years old myself, and mm-hmm. uh, this, this sport is not, you know, it's not an easy one. It's not for wimps. You're going to have a lot of uh, hardships. Uh, I mean, a lot, a lot of injuries. Uh, a lot of bumps, bruises. I mean, it, that, that's just part of the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, try to be in the best shape you can to get to where to to stay injury free. But um, over long periods of time, it, it wears on you. And uh, I made my first PBR finals when I was 20 years old. And so I've been doing this for. Wow. I mean, I've been doing this for a little over 11 years professionally. And so it it's just it wears on you over time. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I had uh, last year at Boise at the PBR, my left shoulder come out, and I tore the labrum in my rotator cuff and, and some other stuff in that, and uh, I fought through and, and got through the NFR, and uh, in January, I had surgery on my left shoulder, and uh, I got back uh, right before Reno and was rodeoing, got, went to about eight rodeos, and I was in the short round at Pinoca when uh, I tore my other shoulder up, so um, I ended up having surgery in that one in July. And um, I'm supposed to get released um, middle of December to get riding again, and we'll get started for this 2015 season. Yeah, it, um, it that's just part of the sport. You're going mm-hmm. to get those bumps and bruises, and you just got to overcome and and go do your job. It's got to be uh, got to be tough getting uh, where you're at the you know prime of your career and having injuries already creep in. Well, I mean it's it. Like I said, it, it's part of the game. For me, it's just I've been going at it so hard for so long. Uh, I mean, for there's only been a couple guys who's made both the PBR finals and the NFR in the same year, not alone win the win a PRCA title and, and finish in the top ten in the PBR all in the same year. And uh, so I was getting on a lot, a lot of bulls. Like mm-hmm. people think that, like you know, when you, when you're going full time, you're getting on a lot of bulls. Well, I was getting on 
twice as many as that. Plus, um, last year, or the, um, 2013, I was entering the bronc riding also. So oh, I, was, wow. I got 40-plus head of broncs at the same time. I mean, Ty Murray's a stud. He competed in three events for a long, long time. And that, I mean, it's amazing how, how well his body held up. I mean, because it, it, it wears on you. It, it's hard going up and down the road, go, getting on, you know, from the end of the June to the second week in August, I, there was only two or three days where I didn't get on something. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stock in a short period of time. You say you just you started uh, bronc riding last year. Were you doing uh, any I, of that I, for bronc, a while? I, well, I've, I've, no, I've rode bronc since I was 16 years old. Okay. But uh, last year, or 2012, was when I started doing it more consistently i've always rode bronx well mm-hmm. and um i ended up in the top 40 in the prca just uh i had to build up my qualifications just like anybody else and and go to so i had to go to some smaller rodeos and and luckily i, I was doing pretty well mm-hmm. uh, it got um to, about omec uh in 2012 i, I kind of started focusing more on the bull riding and uh, just because that, you know, that's my bread and butter. That's what I need to concentrate on. But definitely mm-hmm. going to ride more Bronx. So then has, uh, this has... year I started calf roping again. Um, I hadn't got to do that consistently for a while. And uh, when I tore my left shoulder up, it gave me a chance to, to go back and start roping and kind of help rehabilitate my left shoulder. And now that I tore my right one up, I don't get a calf rope right now. But mm. So the which which is your riding arm? My right one. The right the, that's the one I swing the rope with and also ride bulls with. So okay, I, I learned to ride from a calf roper. I mean, so I, I a lot of people say you ride with your if you're right handed you ride with your left hand and um, I just put whatever hand down. It, I mean that, that's part of learning from a calf roper. Whatever feels most natural to you. So has a trying to become more an all around cowboy at the highest of level has that impacted your bull riding? Um, I, I always said bronc riding helps my bull riding because it keeps my feet moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, if my feet aren't moving, I'm not going to stay on a bull. I always have to be getting new holds, shifting, changing position, get a little bit better holds. And so the bronc riding really helps that. Um, mainly, I just want to be known as a cowboy and, and as a good all-around cowboy. Um, I've, I've wanted to win the Linderman Award for the last couple of years, and um, I've, it always just seems like um, I come up a little short in the timed events, and I had money won in the timed event this year, and then mm-hmm. I got hurt and everything else. So uh, it's, it's you know, someday I want I, w- I would like to win the all-around, but with Trevor Brazil in there, it's it's pretty tough to do. That guy's a stud. I mean, there's that guy, as far as roping goes, there's, there's none better in that many events. He's as good with a horse as anyone. Yeah, yeah, he's a and, a and a nice guy too. So yeah, so you're just uh, doing a little bit of calf roping. How's that going? It's been going good this year. Um, I mean, it's been fun. Uh, it's been the last time I had really roped uh, consistently was uh, my junior year in college when I made the college finals in the calf roping, and um, then uh, I've I've got to rope two or three times every year since. But uh, this year I start I, I entered about. Oh, 1450 amateur rodeos because uh, I was traveling with my wife when she was rodeoing and, and it was starting to get I mean I was getting a little more consistent with it and it, it was fun I mean I, I enjoy yeah. doing all sorts of aspects I'm, I'm a big fan I mean that I'm just a big fan with a really close view so yeah uh, 
it's neat to get to go and watch like guys like uh, Shane Hanchy and those guys and, and watch to see what separates them from everybody else. And so I, I'm always watching, always studying, trying to, to figure out what they're doing that makes them so good. And um, so I, I try to mimic it sometimes. It don't work for me, but I try. <laughs> it, man, it is a tough, complex sport. I, I had a horse going. He's about six years old. And I've been working with him since he was three. When I got out of college, I bought me a horse, invested all my money into him, and uh, took him down to Arizona, trained him all winter long, riding through the desert, putting on miles, just climbing hills. And and then it got to the point where, okay, now he's big enough. And then so last year we spent the whole year on the road traveling, and uh, and then he uh, he died this year just had an aneurysm and like right after our fifth rodeo we were getting to be he's given me a shot at every single rodeo for the last 10 or 12 rodeos and uh starting over yeah it it, that's that's rough that's uh i uh well because i got out of i stopped rodeoing once i got into high school but i was i was competing pretty tough back then and the junior rodeos and uh i always had it in me i've been riding since i can never remember and then went off to college well got distracted with high school sports and college and and then i didn't get the job i wanted out of college i really set my heights sights high i interviewed with the the seattle seahawks to become a scout and didn't work out, so I moved home with my folks, and they had my old horse, and so I started riding again, and didn't have a whole lot of money, so I started riding and competing here at the Goldendale and Glenwood, and uh, I believe uh, Goldendale's arena, the Bill Conboy arena, is uh, that your grandpa? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my hometown arena, and I just got the itch to go back after it try to get back in it and uh you know i didn't think it would be too late and um setbacks but we're here talking to you you're set back this year with the the injuries so how's uh how's uh, the rehab coming then oh rehab's good i just got uh, released uh, about uh, a week ago two weeks ago to start putting muscle back on and and um i feel good i mean it, it it's strong it's i have eight anchors in both shoulders now um my left arm has two plates and 16 screws in it from when i broke it at the nfr in 2011 mm-hmm. and i mean I, I feel good i i try to be in in very good shape and uh, what a shame that was the last ride of the the finals too huh yeah that was in t- yeah yeah, didn't quite go the way i wanted it but uh it still worked out in the you end. won the championship but also got set back yeah well i mean it, it if you're gonna go out go out of the arena you might as well get carried out <laughs> no it's yeah it, it, that's part of the sport though i mean you can be king one day and and get dumped in the dirt and mm-hmm. you just got short-term memory and go back at it i mean it's uh it's definitely a fun journey that's mm-hmm. that's what i love about rodeo is going to different places and seeing different things absolutely when you go places, do you have a chance to spend some time in the areas that you go to? Uh, kind of depends what time of year it is. If it if it's in the summer, then really no. I mean, you we get to we go we drive all day, get there, 
ride and then hop back in the rig and, and head back out. I mean, we, we travel pretty hard and, uh, it's, I mean, that's part of it. You know, one time we were in Pendleton, Oregon, and then, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, the next day, that was 18 hours. And then we had flights to uh, Springfield, Missouri where, where, uh, and our flights got canceled. So we ended up driving to Springfield, Missouri. And I mean, so it's, it's definitely, you know, you're always, always moving and shaking. It, it's, it's fun though. I like to see how many rodeos and, and stuff I can hit. And for me, since I ride both PBR and PRCA, it's like two big puzzles and you're trying to combine them together to, to make one schedule. Oh, I mean, wow. it, Complicated. When do you think you'll be back out on the road? Uh, I'm going to try to get on my first bull, uh, December 8th, I think. And that's about two weeks before I'm supposed to get released. But, um, the first PBR cup is January 2nd and 3rd in Baltimore, Maryland. And, um, it's, so it's time to get in shape for that. So I'm going to get on some bulls, test my shoulder out, try to get confidence in it. Um, get back to where I'm riding good and, uh, be ready for the new season. I mean, it's, you can get knocked down, but you got to get back up and go at it. Absolutely. And uh, for now, the learning period is real short. So, I mean, once you go, you got to you gotta go full bore. Cowboy up, huh? Yes, sir. What's uh, what's one of your favorite cowboy up memories? Um, I, there, There's so many. I mean, it's just there's uh, – right now I'm watching Cody Lowstro at the PBR finals riding with a broke leg, and that, that's pretty dang cool. I mean, that guy – that's – pretty dang cool he's he's rode real good uh there there's been i won cheyenne with broken ribs uh i broke them um, in spanish fork two days before that and i had a bull step on me and and just uh, i had broken ribs on my left side Ooh. dang sure i couldn't even lay back when we were driving to cheyenne uh, i drove pretty much the whole way because i couldn't even couldn't even get comfortable enough to sleep and uh Come out and I had a bull of uh, Chad Burgers, uh, real nice little bull around to the right, and uh, was 84, 85 on him. And then uh, rode my second bull just hanging by a thread. I mean, he jerked the rope out of my hand about second jump, and I was just at my fingertips. So it was, uh, and then to come back, I, from there we went to uh, Thackerville, Oklahoma. I rode at the PBR there, and uh, as soon as we were done with the, the PBR there, I had uh, we jumped in the van, me and Stormy Wing, Elliot Jacoby, Douglas Duncan, and my wife, and we all hightailed it back to Cheyenne and pulled into the rodeo about an hour before it started, and um, I, I was able to win the bull riding there, so I got on a bull uh, summer nights of 4L and Diamond S's, and uh, it, it was real cool, you know. That 2000 year was, was an awesome year. I won... Um, I mean, it just seemed like everything was quick, and I won all three rounds of Denver. I won the San Antonio. Our technical difficulty I warned you about, folks. And so we'll get right back into the conclusion of this episode. But since we have a break, I'm going to break, break down and tell you to go to podcastcowboy.com. Find all of our episodes and links and be sure to go through the podcastcowboy.com banner link for Amazon and do your shopping. Now back to our conclusion. Okay, Shane, you're back here. I was just telling the folks here, sometimes it's a little bit tough for cowboys to get internet connection out in the barn when you're feeding. Well, uh, yeah, I had a phone call come in, and apparently that doesn't work real well. Oh, 
that's all's good. So, uh, tell me a little bit about your sponsors that you got going this year. I've had good luck with my sponsors. Um, you know, they I've had really good uh, sponsors. Uh, Rockstar Energy Drink is one of my sponsors. Uh, Cinch Jeans has been a really good sponsor to me. Crowd Boots, CSI Saddle Pads, they're very good people to me. Uh, Theraplate, and uh, I just recently picked up Lucas Oil uh, products. So it's, it's definitely been... Uh, a great people tool and gauge house uh, from South Carolina. I mean, they're, they've been a really good sponsor for me. And, uh, I mean, just really great people to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've definitely worked well with me being injured this year. And, and all those, all the, that, those people just, uh, they've really stood behind me, um, while I've been hurt. Yeah. Did, did you get much education on, uh, the business side of things before you got into rodeo? Um, yeah, uh, for the most part, uh, disappeared. So, uh, what's, what's one of the, like for a cowboy out there who's, uh, looking to get sponsored, maybe he's, uh, at a low level working his way up. What, what sort of advice would you give them? Uh, really go out there and put yourself out there and represent yourself well. That's a, can you see me? Yeah, I can see you. It's a little bit breaking up. Okay. I I can hear you. Represent yourself well. Um, you know, the only thing that you got to go by is your word and, and how you present yourself. So you definitely need to just go and uh, be educated about the sport also. I mean, there, there's a lot of people who want sponsorships and they say they don't know how to go get them. But at the same time, they're not willing to they're not willing to understand where the sport come from to get where you want it to go. I mean, if you if you. You need to know what the past is to get it to the future and push it on. And um, that's definitely, you know, it's, it's a new breed of cowboy. you got to be business smart with the way you enter, how you travel. I mean, it, there, there's a lot to it these days. you got to enter up right and uh, just mainly represent yourself well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good advice. Uh, when you are traveling to all those different places uh have you ever had any problems where you may have had conflicts with uh scheduling oh yeah i have con- i have conflicts with the scheduling all the time because uh i mean i i mainly i have to enter it's mandatory that uh if you're ranked on pbr tour you have to go to those uh no matter what okay and, so it's like a contract well yeah i mean yeah, there they're, uh, they're, it's, it's, that's just, it's, it's part of the rules. And so uh, I know that uh, there's going to be some times where there's some short rounds I, I'll have to miss. Uh, I've had to uh, turn out of the short round at uh, Pendleton several times. Uh, one year I was winning Pendleton by, I think, five points, and uh, I had to be in Springfield, Missouri for a PBR. And I had, had the bull I wanted in a short round at Pendleton, and there was just no way to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I know that you know that was uh, the problem. Uh, last year I had a uh, I was riding Bronx and um, I had made the short round at Fort Worth and had a really good horse in the in the short round. Uh, I I just couldn't go because I was at a PBR and, and I, you know I I know that when um, I enter that uh, there's going to be trouble like that sometimes and so you just go and uh, I mean that's part of it. You just got to make a good business decision and get the job done. 
Awesome. Moving forward, uh, what what do you see? What do you see for yourself next year? Are you gonna really go hard for the all around then? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go as hard as I can and um, try to do the best of my ability. Um, I've got really steep goals, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people probably would think they're too steep. I think they're. Un- I think they're obtainable. Um, one of my goals is I want to win both the PRCA and the PBR in the same year. Uh, that would be something that nobody has ever done, and uh, I think it would be. I think it's definitely attainable, but it's going to take a tremendous amount of dedication. And uh, I mean, right now I feel like uh, you know I've been off a year, and so it's just been a year's rest to prepare for the new, for the new season. And uh, so I'm just going to keep going at each and every one of those goals and. Uh, just try to try to make it happen. I hope the best for you, and I bet your body uh, thanks you for having about a year off, huh? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It happened for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, and uh, hopefully, uh, that that's just needed a rest. Mm-hmm. So, how do you keep a balance when you're uh, competing, uh, staying, you know, staying away from drinking or whatever uh getting mixed up with the wrong people was that ever a challenge for you um no not necessarily because um my parents raised me right yeah Uh, you know they were they were a big influence on uh, me and uh, they just they just you know they taught me to take care of business and I mean, it, that's that's part of the sport is going and and making sure you're ready to compete. A lot, especially in the summer, we don't even have time to stop and think, let alone uh, getting bad influences. Because normally you're running around so much that, uh, I mean, you're just happy to get a l- the little amount of sleep that you can get. So especially over the Fourth of July, so yeah. it's, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Just uh, no, I've never I've never been able to. Uh, really get in too bad of trouble yeah well that's good you know uh, i i know just going there sometimes uh gets well i guess maybe for me i'm at the lower level rodeo i guess where i'm not uh traveling i have to be at the next rodeo right now so i guess i have more time in areas than you would you're uh right up there at the top so you got to be at the next place. Hey, Shane, I really appreciate all your time that you've given me today. We've been trying to do this for a few weeks now, and I haven't been able to get the call recorder or my mic. Yesterday we had this set up, and I had the microphone plugged in, but I didn't have it all the way plugged in. Like, the light was on, but it it just wasn't recognizing for my computer. So Yeah, uh, that's part of it. I mean, you just... Uh... You just kind of wing it. It's like everything in life, uh, you know, when you just uh, go with it. I mm-hmm. mean. So we got that figured out. And, uh, Mike, I have a uh, cousin, my f- cousin Brent Folkman. I'm going to give him a shout-out. He, he's he been a fan of yours. He's really big into watching the PBR, and uh, he remembers watching you here in Goldendale. So. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of memories from Goldendale. Just, um, I actually want to go back to that rodeo, and uh, they give an all-around buckle for my grandpa. And uh, one of these days, I'm going to get back there and try to win that deal. So, mm-hmm. I actually learned from your uncle that I've been having him coach me, Scott Conboy, 
this year. I was trying to take my rope into the next level, and I was really making making some headway when my horse went. And uh, he was telling me how you're doing some roping back there, and uh, so that's awesome. I'd I'd like to see you come back and be in the northwest. See you at the rodeos here. Yeah, uh, like I said, you know, uh, I I would I want to win uh, my grandpa's buckle someday. So uh, it's uh, that's one of my goals, and hopefully uh, I, I'm going to get back there and uh, compete at least mm-hmm. at the rodeo again. Um, I used to compete at Goldendale all the time uh, growing up, going to the junior rodeos, uh, staying at my grandma's house there, and it's just uh, I mean it, it's definitely a busy lifestyle, but you got to make time for your family and friends. Mm-hmm. Any advice for any kids out there getting on their horse or calf for the first time, uh, how they should go about their business? Just go and have fun. Uh, it's like anything in life. you got to go and have fun. Be dedicated to the sport. If uh, Whether it's football, soccer, wrestling, um, go at it with everything you've got. Be aggressive and... and uh, I mean, go just go and, and have fun with it. It's uh, rodeo is a, is a fun sport if you let it, and it can take you a long ways if you let it. You know, um, rodeo paid for all my college. Um, it uh, allowed me to get to where I am today. I've got to see lots of parts of the world, and uh, if if you want to go and achieve it and get to this level, you can do it. It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work. But uh, if you want it bad enough, go and get it. Uh, there's a lot of people ask me what, you know, I, I think about this all the time. What what makes me different than anybody else? And uh, as far as going and riding bulls, and, and there's nothing different. I just, I just always put myself out there and always kept going and always kept trying. I mean, uh, always kept moving on. My parents supported me and my friends supported me. And just kept taking chances. I didn't. I didn't stay on all the bulls. I didn't stay on most of the bulls. But eventually, where I got to where I could ride the most bulls consistently. And I mean, if if it just takes, keep hard work and just keep going and keep going. And and you'll have lots of setbacks and set downs and and people will knock you down. And and you just got to get back and and keep going at it. So for them, just go and and enjoy it. But if they want to take it seriously, take it seriously. I mean, you're going to have to make some sacrifices, but you can do it. Obviously, you had the the right family to grow up in. Uh, did you did you pursue any outside coaching? As you uh, got when I went to college, um, one thing that really helped me was uh, I didn't stay in the Northwest when I graduated high school. I went to Northwest Wyoming, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, I went to Montana State University, and I had, I had a really good rough stock at Northwest, coach at Northwest Wyoming. Um, Gavin Gly was his name, and, I mean, I, Powell Wyoming's only 20 miles from Cody Wyoming, so there was always stock to be bucked, and there was always horses and bulls to get on, calves, ropes, steers to wrestle. And um, I had a coach that uh, he was really dedicated in teaching us the basics. He brought in – um, Deb Greeno, Dan Mortensen, Gary LeFew, uh, they all did schools there. Uh, Wayne Herman was one of the best bareback riding schools I ever went to. Uh, 
I went to uh, Clint Corey Bareback Riding School one time. But uh, my deal about this is you go and learn from lots of different people and then mix, take a little bit of their style and add it to your own and create your own style. That's uh, that's one thing I really stress is, okay. you know, everybody's style works for each person. So if you go and uh, create your own style, but you take a little bit of everybody else's, it seems to help. You know, I don't, I don't ride the prettiest, but uh, I think sure going to turn every time. Mm-hmm. I was watching some videos of you riding and you really move really fluid when the bull is cutting back and what's one of the most difficult things about riding bulls um the most difficult thing about riding bulls is getting out of your own head and uh, just letting yourself do it uh and by that by that i mean like getting out of your own way uh, bull riding is you tend to overthink it way too much and bull riding simple when uh, you just don't let yourself think, and you, your body knows how to do it. I've been on enough bulls. My body knows how to react in every situation. It's it's my brain that gets in the way, and so mm-hmm. uh, not thinking and uh, letting my body react is that's that's the best thing for me. So if you stress yourself out, that's when you catch yourself riding. Yeah, if you stress yourself out, if you ride too tight, uh, you know, you just stay re- relaxed and and be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Do you have like some sort of routine before you start when you get to the rodeo that you go through? Um, I don't have a routine because sometimes we don't have time to do it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's not something I have to do every day. It's just I, I have, you know, when I'm at the NFR, I usually have my whole day planned out. Uh, you know, it's wake up, go to the gym, work out, try to stay loose and then uh, go about my day, get my autograph signings, go mm-hmm. meet with my friends. Uh, hang out with my family and then uh, go get ready, relax a little bit, and head to the Thompson Mac. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just something that, uh, especially in Vegas, you kind of get in a routine. But uh, for the most part, there, I mean, you got to be it sometimes. Sometimes my best bull rides are when you're running uh, to get to the to get on, and uh, you just throw your bull rope to somebody else and climb on. Mm. Uh, that's awesome. And then, uh, how about a diet? What sort of diet do you try to go with? Uh, I do, uh, I try to stay leaner. Uh, I, I'll do a lot of hot yoga and, um, core work. And so, uh, my, I'm, I'm a little bit bigger for a bull rider, a little more stouter. And so I try to stay more fluid and and longer and leaner. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, the yoga really helps with that. Um, when we're on the road, we don't get to eat the best. Yeah. Just grab whatever you can get. But uh, it's making smart decisions uh, throughout. You know, you don't just go grab a double cheeseburger and, and chow it down. I mean, you try to, instead of that, get a salad or, or get something, you know. Um, tuna, lots of protein. Mm-hmm. Eat jerky. It's, it's really light in calories, high protein. Uh, it's just stuff like that. I drink uh, a whey protein shake usually every morning, uh, okay. um, just to help keep the the muscles built up. And, and then um, you know, it, it it's become a business. And uh, take glucosamine pills from my joints. Okay. Fish are it's. Uh, I mean, it, it really has become a business. So you have to take care of your body as as well as you can. What do you think about the glucosamine? Well, I think it's great because my if I don't take it, my hands hurt. And that's Is that just right? From, 
Yeah, that's just from uh, long periods of time of riding, putting pressure on the joints. And, um, I mean, it just it helps with everything from arthritis to, I mean, keeping the, the joints lubricated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take some fish oil uh, now and again when I'm feeling it. And uh, it seems to make a difference. You got to do it on the regular. That way it actually stays in your system and works for you. I was for a while, but I got away from it. Uh, I just, I don't know why. Uh, I make like a a green shake every morning with kale yep. and cucumber, orange banana, chunk of ginger, and uh, oh man, I get I get my brain going really good. Energy wise, uh, it's better than a cup of coffee for me. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, so, do you have any other people you'd like to thank before we end this show? Uh, I mean, I just like to thank my family, uh, my mom and dad, my wife Jessie, uh, my sisters, my grandma, grandpa, uncles, aunts. They all come support me at a lot of the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank my sponsors. They just—they've been really great to me. Uh, Steve Burleson from Tool and Gage, Cinch Jeans, Crow Boots, CSI Saddle Pads, uh, Rockstar Energy, Lucas Oil. They're all been really, really good. Uh, Kawasaki. They definitely help out here at the ranch uh, mm-hmm. with fuel, and um, it's just—I mean, without out them, I rodeoed so long without any sponsors that uh, I mean, it just really makes it easy to uh, with them supporting me and behind me. And uh, luckily, I've been blessed with those, and it's been great. Mm-hmm. So, and you, you know. said your wife—does uh, it make it? Does it? Is it tough on the road when uh, you're away from your family? It is. Um, bull riding is a selfish sport. It, it really is because we're on the road so much. And, and rodeo is a selfish sport um, because, I mean, it, it's hard to take someone with you all the time. And it, it's it's hard on them. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and especially since Jesse, she runs barrels and, and um, well, competes herself. And so, I mean, there will be times where I might only see her once every three weeks or once every four weeks. And it, it's it's selfish. I mean, it's – but uh, – it's what I love to do, and and it helps pay. It it pays the bills, and so um, she understands. But at the same time, it's um, I think it's aggravating because uh, you're you're dedicated to so to something so much that it almost puts the the person second. And you've put your life in, behind it from a very young age. It's uh, I mean, it's definitely um, something you work for, but mm-hmm. uh, it it can be a lonely road and and a hard road too. But I bet it pays off when the time comes to see them, and you can. Uh, yeah, it, it, this sport isn't all glamour. It, there, there's a lot of dirt behind it. So. Yeah. Well, Shane, I really do thank you very much for all your time and patience with me uh, to set up this interview, and uh, maybe down the line I'd like to get you back on and see how you're doing in the 2015 season. That well, sounds good. Call anytime. All right. Thanks a lot, Shane. All right, take care. Enjoy your day. And folks, enjoy your day as well. You've been listening to Podcast Cowboy episode number 44 with world champion Shane Proctor. Be sure that you go to podcastcowboy.com. Listen to all the past episodes that we've produced and some of the videos that I've done. And uh, make sure you click through the Amazon banner link and do all your shopping. Get ready for Christmas and... uh, 
won't cost you a penny, but it will help support this show and keep it free and keep all the great guests coming. So thank you again. Enjoy your day, and happy trails, folks. Thank you.